Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So hear me out. It's free. My father-in-law always says, the only thing better than cheap is free. So take advantage of it. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit from your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the podcast platforms out there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to know to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome. It's episode number 69 of the Log Talk Podcast. This is your host, Jacob Davis, coming to you live out of Sheridan, Arkansas. Man, it's been a crazy weekend. Uh, a lot of my guys have uh, been able to go to the softball games, some of the basketball games this weekend uh, while I was back home and uh, working this weekend. So it's been a long weekend. Didn't get, uh, get to catch a lot of uh, Razorback sports, but what I did get to catch was, man, Arkansas. Arkansas was their, their sporting programs, man. They they really did well. Uh, basketball got back on track. Baseball continues their hot start going 7-0 and with their sweep of, of Gonzaga. And listen, I mean, Gonzaga's not a, a mid-major. It's not it's not like uh, you're, you're playing Eastern Illinois again. You're, you're playing a tough team at home that has given you fits over the years, but Arkansas handled them well. What I was really concerned about this weekend, though, was the fact that uh, Arkansas, uh, going into Sunday's game, they were playing a bunch of guys that haven't had a lot of experience playing. I mean, their their catcher, uh, the pitcher that hadn't hadn't thrown a uh, in a live game since 2018. So so a lot of uh, unknowns going on uh, today, and and Robert Moore, Casey Martin, uh, besides that one error. Uh, a lot of guys stepped up in a big way, especially Robert Moore. Goodness gracious, how about that kid? He is—he's uh, lightning quick, <laughs> and that—that uh, that glove toss that he had, uh, where he just got—that's major league there. I mean, he's 17 years old out there and, and playing lights out as a true freshman, 17 years old. There's been a lot of uh, great 17-year-old performances over the years. Uh, for Razorbacks, and the first one that I remember is Niall Davis. If you remember back in 2010, he had that 1,300-yard uh, rushing year uh, with 13 touchdowns, uh, helped Arkansas go on to the Sugar Bowl uh, in a 10-3 season. I mean, that was a simply incredible feat for a kid that was 17. And here you are, Robert Moore, playing a basically a, a grown man's game right now, getting in the starting lineup over uh, a few kids that had been in the program for as long as uh, as uh, as Casey Martin, Heston Kerstad, and several of the guys that had been there. And here comes Robert Moore seamlessly. <laughs> he has come out there and and played phenomenal. Uh, the kid was eight of twelve this weekend. Had a home run, nine RBIs in in uh, at seven at bats. That I mean, that's simply incredible. Incredible numbers there. Uh, we'll we'll go off some of those numbers here. Uh, Razorback baseball they went nine to five to get the series sweep uh, in Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas goes seven and zero. They go for the double digits for the first time this season. Uh, the Bulldogs they total eleven hits in the final game of the series, 
and Arkansas beat. I mean, and, and you thought 27 to 5 over a matter of three games was big. Arkansas held Gonzaga 30 to 13 through through four games this week with 40 overall hits. Something that was unprecedented. And I didn't think Arkansas was really going to have the success that they had hitting the ball at bat. I really didn't think that Arkansas really played some good defense this weekend. Uh, something that we didn't expect. Uh, Matt Goodhart really played well this weekend. Uh, played well today, though he had three RBIs and uh, one one run scored. Christian Franklin had a bomb uh, uh, to the outfield, to the right field, and uh, Casey Martin when uh, when when Gonzaga came out and and they got those three runs and immediately Casey Martin comes up to bat and. I mean, he hits a home run, sends it out there to the fence, and my goodness, when you needed somebody to step up and a guy that hadn't really played well who uh, was affected by by some errors early on in this game and he was able to to go out and hit a home run, uh, man, it was, in, it was great. Uh, starting pitcher Caleb Mo- uh, Bolden uh, started his, his first start since April 17, 2018. He went three-plus innings. He allowed five uh, five hits, no runs. And he struck out one, but a guy that throws a throws a filthy fastball in Marshall Denton really was a a, a big key. And then Zebulon uh, Vermillion, who who played well in the ninth inning, struck three guys up. Uh, every single guy that he saw, I um, mean, he put them down. And then Dominic Tamez, who who played catcher, he was his first career start. Uh, man, he had two base hits in the game. But, you know, over the years, over the previous two seasons, three seasons where Arkansas really made some runs in the postseason, they've been able to uh, put away some some of the uh, series, but they weren't able to sweep them. Van Horn felt comfortable enough to put some young guys out there, and they played well. And, and, and that just shows you this team and this program's at a spot that even when you take out your best players, you got good guys that are as good, maybe not just as good, but are good enough to go out there and win you some ball games. And that's really what's been impressive to me uh, this weekend. Um, the Hogs uh, they they drew first blood uh, through the game with uh, with uh, uh, three straight one out singles brought in the first round by Tamez. Uh, Tamez really played well. Off of that, and uh, more, uh, he hit one to right field uh, to make it three to nothing. It was uh, that was Moore's obviously his ninth home run or ninth uh, RBI of the, uh, of the weekend. Uh, that guy, man, he, he's something. I've never seen a 17 year old kid be able to make such an impact early on, and and he may end up, you know, hitting a freshman wall like most guys do. Uh, most freshmen. Uh, they don't play complete, uh, complete to, uh, season to complete season, and and just put it all together. Sometimes they'll start out great and then fade off, kind of like we saw with the basketball team last year. They hit a wall, but then they come back and and they get your attention. This baseball team has the chance to be really special, and I'm not going to give you like guys like a for sure what Arkansas is going to do this year, uh, like Will want to be two to do in Discord. Uh, can the Omahogs make it? Is this the year they get their natty? I'm not really sure yet. But right now, this team looks special to make a trip back to the uh, Supers and maybe host uh, regional and Supers and maybe get back to Omaha. It's so hard. It's so unprecedented to 
to get to the postseason and continue to get to Omaha. That is so, so hard to get back to Omaha, not just once, not just twice, but Arkansas has a chance here. Uh, this Arkansas has a chance here to go back to back to back. Three years in a row going back to back to back in Omaha. That's something that's unprecedented, something that's never been done in Fayetteville. It was never been done uh, before where they went to two. This is something that could continue to build the dynasty, and this is the year that could get Dave Van Horn over the hump and get him a, a, a national championship. That's what he wants to do. That's his mission at Arkansas. That's what he says he wants to continue to do, and I think he'll get it done, uh, continue to get it done in Arkansas. Uh, Franklin was sent home uh, uh, around third. Uh, this is in the uh, the sixth inning, and Casey Opitz hit that double and uh, the wall to bring Franklin to, Franklin home to make it 9-4, to four. and in the top of the seventh. Uh, the Zags hit a sack fly, and then uh, the Razorbacks uh, were able to still hold on uh, nine to five. What a what a game! What a weekend going into uh, Houston, where they play in the Shriners College Classic uh, from the twenty eighth through the first at Minute Maid Park in Houston, where they will face Oklahoma, Texas, and Baylor. Something uh, Arkansas may be able to do uh, is, is go and sweep those guys, and that that would be amazing. Something that you want to do, and uh, maybe start ten to zero on the season. That that would be simply incredible. Um, and then Oklahoma, Arkansas plays Oklahoma later on uh, in non-conference season, uh, where they take a trip to Norman to play them in a two-game series uh, in in the mid-year. So Arkansas, they bounce back uh, with a big uh, basketball. They they bounce back with Isaiah Joe, and I've said it for many weeks that Arkansas was going to continue to struggle if they didn't have the spacing. I love a guy like Mason Jones, and I've made that very evident here, that he was one of my, if not the top player on this team, one of the best players in the SEC. I think I've made that well known, that I'm a, that I'm a big Mason Jones fan. And, and the guy, yeah, he only had 12 points in this game, but he only had to play 29 minutes. That guy has been playing heavy, heavy, heavy minutes since Isaiah Joe had uh, missed the past six games. Isaiah Joe came out, played phenomenal, was 5 of 10 from 3, 6 of 12 shooting. So anytime you can take 50% from the field, 50% from 3, you take it and you love it and you cherish it because Arkansas needs that. They needed to get back on the right track now at 17 and 10. Arkansas was trending in a downward spiral. And and without Isaiah in the in the lineup or even in, even in the rotation was killing Arkansas because they didn't have the spacing there enabling them to to uh, get Jimmy Witt his buckets. Mason Jones was having to single handedly get it himself in order to keep Arkansas in games. The guy, how many times in the past month and a half did Mason Jones have to score thirty plus points in a loss? He had to do that over and over and over again just to keep his guys in the team in this game, keep his team in this game. Because Jimmy Witt, where does he, where does he work best? It's down low and and being able to generate mid-range shots up and and get them to go down. And and when he's not going, I mean, it made Mason Jones have to have to uh, figure it out by himself in Arkansas. Uh, they were due a victory, uh, a big victory, 78-68 over Missouri. 
uh, keeping them in the the tournament, uh, keeping their tournament hopes alive, and maybe sneaking one in, maybe sneaking in, maybe as a ten, maybe as a twelve seed. Who knows? Maybe you had to play in game at the eleven seed. Who knows? But uh, yeah, fans, uh, fans that are watching, give me your comments. Give me uh, whatever you have. What do you think about this weekend in Razorback sports? Uh, baseball, softball, basketball, uh, gymnastics all came uh, with a win. Arkansas's ladies didn't. Uh, they did not escape the swamp this weekend in the Stephen O'Connell Center in Florida. They lost eighty-three to eighty. Man, it was a it was a tough nail biter going down the stretch. Arkansas, of course, many fans are going to say it's a questionable call whether uh, whether the young lady uh, hit the hit the uh, baseline or not with her toe. That was not that was deemed she was out of bounds. I mean, who knows? Uh, but that was a questionable call down the stretch. Arkansas loses 83 to 80. Uh, but really, uh, Joe scored 21 points. He wasn't a one-man show. A guy named Desi Sills was able to step up and generate some points down the stretch. He was uh, he scored 15 of the 17 points in the second half and was able to really bring the Hogs uh, when they needed a basket in a in a at a bunch needed a time down the stretch in the last 10 minutes of the second half. He was able to really come away with with uh, momentum swinging threes. A uh, guy that was taken out of the starting lineup, had 24 starts this season, uh, was a guy that Arkansas depended on. And now he was able to generate 17 points. Jimmy Witt had 14, including six of uh, Arkansas's first 11 points. Mason Jones had 12, and Adriel Bailey had 11. And how about Adriel Bailey? That guy has has basically turned his game around and is currently playing the best basketball in his Razorback career. When he came in in the second half of that 2016 loss to North Carolina in the NCAA tournament, he had nine points, he had a couple of blocks, some big rebounds uh, late in that game where Arkansas could have won against North Carolina and advanced to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 1996. Adrian Bailey was... He was playing well, a guy that people were thinking, who's this? Why? Where, where did he come from? And uh, he was able to to uh, uh, be a guy that Arkansas, was, Arkansas fans were thinking that, could this be the next Michael Qualls? Could this guy be the next athletic freak? And over the next two years, he he just kind of bottomed out. And, and up until the point where Eric Musselman was saying, he needs to bring the same energy, the same production that he brought early on in the season when Arkansas was playing so well in that 12 to 1, that 16 and 3 stretch. And he was able to bring that the last three or four games. He had some ill-advised turnovers last week, but he had 14 points. Last night he had 11 with five rebounds and two blocks. Uh something that that Arkansas needed down low, especially without Reggie Cheney producing. Um Man, he was big. Uh, Arkansas really made it a uh, team victory. And here they go playing Tennessee at home on Wednesday night. And what do we expect this week? Do we expect the the same kind of production that Arkansas had a couple of weeks ago? Or does Joe continue to, to make a difference against Tennessee? Arkansas didn't have them, obviously, uh, in Knoxville a couple of weeks ago. But Arkansas has a chance here to – to really put themselves back in the NCAA tournament field, 
maybe as a, a low seed, which sometimes I would think uh, a low seed might be able to, to be an advantage for Arkansas. Why? Because most of the upsets in the NCAA tournament happen with the 5 and the 12 or the, the 6 and 13 seeds or the uh, 7 and uh, 14 seed. You know, uh, you, you just, you know, the 7 12 seed, the 5, I think I had that backwards. I'm sorry, fans. Uh, I think it was the 7 12. But, anyways, whatever it is, most of those upsets happen when you when you play the five through the seven seats. And Arkansas has the opportunity here to really generate some momentum with Isaiah Joe. Hopefully, like Lorinardi said and, and Dane Bradshaw said, maybe without Joe, uh, the NCAA uh, committee, tournament committee, will see that Arkansas was a much different team without Isaiah Joe than they are with them. He is a much, they are a much better team with Isaiah Joe. Maybe they will take that into consideration when choosing the Arkansas Razorbacks into the field of 68 come uh, Selection Sunday. And that's only a couple of weeks away. So uh, Arkansas has got a chance. You win maybe a game or two in the NCAA tournament. And this is a whole different looking team. You win down the stretch, three of your next four. That gets you to 20 wins. Something I didn't see Arkansas doing this season. And then Arkansas has the opportunity. You win two or three more, and maybe you have 10 or 11 losses. Look, Florida had a lot of big victories last season, and they still made it in the NCAA tournament with 15 losses. Surely Arkansas can get in with some bad losses to a Missouri, uh, some bad losses uh, down down the stretch while Isaiah Joe was out, uh, a road loss to Tennessee, wins and losses <laughs> When you, you didn't think you were going to get them, but any win right now is a crucial victory. And Arkansas sitting 17 and 10, 5 and 9 in conference with hopes of beating Tennessee and maybe get back to 500 in the SEC play. Uh, fans, continue giving me your uh, live fan feedback. What you guys, uh, your assessment of the baseball team, the basketball team? Uh, where's the NCAA uh, tournament? Where are they placed in Arkansas? Is, is, does Arkansas even have a dream? of currently making the NCAA tournament. I'm sure they have a dream, but is it attainable? Tell me what you guys think. Uh, just just comment away and tell me what you think. Um, I mean, every time the Arkansas did get away, uh, uh, Missouri did uh, continue to rally back uh, down uh, three with 117 remaining. And then uh, a few seconds later, that, that beautiful Joe, uh, it, was a, it was a dribble to the left. Dribble to the right, step back three, good. And it was a beautiful play, something that, you know, it's three on two. Why, why don't you take it to the rack? Isaiah Joe knew what he was hitting, hits his fifth three of the ball game. And, man, Arkansas went on a run there in the when in 78-68. Uh, Zach Smith says, hello from Hog Country Fayetteville. I think a 12th seed maybe win the SEC tournament. Oh, win one in the SEC tournament. Yeah, I can see that. Arkansas has an opportunity uh, if, if they can get uh, if they can get in out of the uh, maybe a single buy uh, and then win one game out of there and get into that next. I can see that happening. That would give Arkansas twenty one uh, victories, uh, considering they win three of their next four. Um, that that would be huge. So we go on. 
Uh, real quick, uh, gymnastics had a good weekend. They had 5,600 fans at gymnastics. And I've never really been a, a big, big fan of gymnastics. But what, what Jordan Weber has been able to do in her short amount of time at Arkansas, I mean, obviously it's her first year. She's the youngest head coach of any gymnastics program and any uh, Division One program in the history of any college athletics program. That's incredible what she's been able to do. Um, Arkansas did lose uh, 5 nothing against Marist. That was their only – or it, it was Montana. Their only loss. They beat Marist. They beat South Dakota State. And uh, I'm thinking one other team this weekend in the Razorback Invitational. Arkansas ended up winning that one. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, real quick, I want to get a word in with our sponsor, Hyman Services. With spring on the way and home improvement to slay, Corey Hyman and his crew at Hyman Services are ready for the task at hand to prepare your home for the coming season. They offer all kinds of handyman work, including home building, mowing, weeding, edging, yard or business uh, haul-off or clean-off, landscaping, power washing, home remodeling, and gardening. You name it, Corey does it. Call them today at 479-347-9336. They are exclusively out of Northwest Arkansas in Springdale. So holler at Corey, 479-347-9337. He's a good friend of ours, new sponsor uh, for the Hog Talk. Yeah, this is episode number 69. We are live on Facebook, so we're trying to get a, generate a few a uh, few questions. Um, I know that uh, time is is uh, as a solo host is kind of uh, uh, is kind of boring when you don't have your regular guys in with you. But uh, we're going to generate some conversation anyway. Uh, Greg Brantley, how you doing, man? Haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing well. Um, Arkansas, uh, they they go on to face Tennessee in basketball this Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh, how big of a win is that going to be? Or how, I mean, heck, I mean Tennessee—it's a big win for Tennessee if they get a, a a quad victory on the on the road. I mean, it's equally as important. Um, but man, it, it's just so—it's going to be tough, uh, especially uh, down the stretch, especially when you only have uh, such a small lineup uh, going up against the Tennessee, going up against the LSU at home. Uh, going up against a lengthy Georgia. We've talked about it all year. And until next year, we're really not going to know what this team is capable of right now. Um, what do you guys see in Arkansas? What are you guys What are you guys hoping for uh, going down the stretch against, uh, uh, against the rest of the SEC competition? Where do you see Arkansas going in the SEC tournament? Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of good questions. Um, real quick, let's see here. Oh, men's basketball, they play this week at 7.30 at home on the uh, SEC Network. Softball plays Baylor in the Woo Pig Classic. Uh, then uh, Razorback basketball, uh, they'll be on the road facing number nine Mississippi State on Wednesday, on Thursday at 8 o'clock. That's a big game, too. Arkansas sitting 21-6, and six, coming off a loss at Florida today, that's going to be one that Mississippi State's a monster. Mississippi State for a while in uh, women's basketball, uh, they they were ones that beat UConn with a with a little girl. Man, that she was she was shaking and baking uh, down, and, and when they beat UConn a couple of seasons ago, 
Mississippi State's got a uh, uh, some length down low, but Arkansas has Alexis Tolfrey. They have uh, they have Amber Ramirez, the Splash Sisters, and and obviously Chelsea Dungey, who who probably could be considered one of the SEC players of the year, if not the SEC player of the year. And then uh, Arkansas also uh, has uh, Villanova in basketball, Kent State in uh, I mean Villanova in softball, Kent State in softball. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Zach Smith says, "How about the player from Georgia, Edwards? I believe top first round pick in the NBA could be a tough one against Georgia. Yeah, he's uh, he's been tough this year. Uh, I, I was kind of surprised that uh, Georgia hasn't been able to produce really a winning season. Maybe it wasn't all Mark Fox uh, down there at Georgia. It's just a hard program to to win at, and and you're not used to winning." or sustaining success, maybe, I don't know. I mean, maybe Georgia's not um, that type of program. May, I mean, remember the year LSU was able to get the number one player in the in the nation in Simmons, and they barely went over 500 that year. So, uh, you, you know, what What if Arkansas brings in the Fantastic Four next year with uh, maybe blending them in with Mason Jones and Isaiah Joe? Does uh, does Arkansas have the opportunity there to be better next year? Yeah, they have the opportunity because they're also going to have Connor uh, Van over. They're going to have Jalen Williams down low. They're going to have uh, Bebe Iolao, I think is how you say his name. So you, uh, Ethan Henderson, you have several post players coming back. You have Reggie Chaney coming back, and then you're going to have a uh, maybe run with a four guard lineup again with Moses Moody, who's a pure shooter. You have maybe you have Isaiah Joe coming back. Uh, you have a Mason Jones coming back, maybe, and uh, Devontae Davis. You have a uh, KK Robinson. This this basketball program, if they if they bring twelve guys back, that can be such a very good nucleus of players. Arkansas may be able to do something, or they could, or they could have another season like this year where they start out hot in non conference play, and come conference time, they just hit a wall. Uh, and, and and you start to notice the deficiencies that this team had. Maybe not. Maybe maybe Musselman has this team right. We don't know yet. But Arkansas, I mean, obviously, uh, they they could have a time. And I think Arkansas's defense really could contain Edwards, uh, who can be a first round pick uh, against Georgia when our uh, when Georgia comes to town next week. So uh, Really look forward to seeing that game and see what Arkansas can do to close out this season. Um, real quick uh, note, I want to let you guys know that Sam Pittman, I, I think he's going to turn this program around really quick. I mean, I know we've been talking. I mean, oh, it's all basketball. It's all baseball right now. That's that's Why, why do we need any football talk? Real quick, let me tell you why. Because you surround yourself. This is this is my hot take. When you surround yourself with a star-studded staff, like a Scott Fountain out of Georgia, who's a special teams coach, and you and you have Barry Odom as your defense coordinator, LeBlanc as uh, your your defensive line coach. You all obviously have a Kendall Bryles as your offensive coordinator. Who can open up the playbook? He he has a simplest simplistic offense, but it works. It's worked everywhere. I want to tell you, 
Sam Pittman said he he told my sister in law and, and her boyfriend at the game the other night. So maybe something to you know rile up your fan base, keep them excited. But when I when I hear Sam Pittman talk, and he says we're going to turn this thing around, it makes it so hard not to believe him and trust him because he has that good old boy nature in him and that good old boy's word. When he says, I'm going to do something, that means I'm going to do it. And I really think that that you know Arkansas is in a place right now where, where they're just coming off a 2-10 and 10 season and, and it just it sucks the air out of the fan base. But I really feel like you stick with me here. I really think that Sam Pittman has the has the opportunity to captivate a fan base, take them on a ride back to a level of respectability, and say we've earned it. And I really, I really like that about him. I think a man as good as his word, and I think that of Sam Pittman. That's going to be it for episode number 69 of the Hog Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Davis. want to say, uh, again, another shout-out to Corey Hyman Services and uh, their guys uh, with Spring on the Way, Home Improvement to Slay. Corey Hyman and his crew at Hyman Services are ready for the task at hand to prepare your home for the coming season. They offer all kinds of handyman work, including home building, mowing, weeding, and edging. Yard or business clean off or haul off, landscaping, power washing, home remodeling, gardening, and more. At Hyman Services, Corey can do it. You name it, he can do it. And he doesn't back down from the job. Call him today, 479-347-9336. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we hope you uh, enjoyed tonight's show. Yeah, I did have to solo it, but uh, oh well, it's going to be all right. We'll be on to the next one on Thursday with Ty and his uh, his guys uh, at the Hog Talk Podcast again. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Good night and go Hogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.